last week's results, I feel like we fucking nailed it every way through. Like, yeah, and people aren't that mad at us except for like the first round. And, still, and people are upset about Mountain Dew. Pe- yeah, pe- well, people are pretty it. upset. Mountain about Dew's it. grody as all hell. Yeah. Whatever. Do the do, man. The most complaints I've seen was people not even complaining, but being like, "I'm glad ginger ale made it that far." <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let's let's I'm... put this out there. Fuck ginger ale, okay? No, I love ginger ale. <laughs> ginger ale's just, good. It was not gonna win. Don't say it's good, okay? It is. <laughs> it's good. I'm sorry, Colin. Uh, it's good. It's good. Ginger ale, like ginger... they were will about the taste of it, but a brand of ginger ale gave us the opportunity for Common to call Drake Canada Dry. <laughs> it's true. Nailed and, it. Uh, but ginger ale, in turn, does taste like dirty toilet water carbonated. More like it doesn't. Oh, got him. Welcome to Bracket, the only show where we take a bunch of shit and face it off against another bunch of shit to see what the best shit really is. I'm your host with no voice, Cullen Jennings, and joining with me today is John Abbott. I'm here, and I'm tired, and I brought lots of factoids with me. <laughs> Up next is Jesse Knowles. Hey, I'm Jesse, and I am really, really sweaty because I'm actually recording this in a sauna. So uh, <laughs> if I pass out in the middle of the episode, you know why. And we got Greg L. Mercer. Hi, I'm Greg L. Mercer, and if you saw me at PAX East 2013, I was the guy in the corner of the Automata Gucci concert sobbing and also shouting every <laughs> lyric, even the songs that don't have lyrics. <laughs> and, and our special guest host, Futurama expert, Roger Burton. Hi, I'm Roger Burton, and I wasn't even at PAX! <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Uh, All right. Good to see you, dude. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Roger Burton, everybody. All right, we have a good show. Good to have you on the show. Uh, tonight's episode, we're going to be here to piss you off again. Um, we're, it never we're, gets any easier. No, never. And we know you're mad. We're happy with that. So, of course, we're going to be pairing 16 things up. And tonight is going to be a year 3000 wham, bam, tram, cram, ham, and yam, slam, jam. <laughs> oh, First five season Futurama episodes. <laughs> I, okay, here's the thing. When Colin reads those, it's because I wrote them like in the bracket description, and I've officially just started writing shit I want to hear Colin say. <laughs> no, no, no. And saying that, I was like, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm gonna fuck <laughs> you this did up. very well. And that was I just had no like, idea oh. that was going to happen. Yeah, and yeah, I want to keep doing those every week, and I love it. Uh, so... So yeah, and uh, like always, I'll read you from the top with bracket A all the way through bracket F with the pair up. So in round one, we have The Sting versus Future Stock. In group B, we have The Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings versus with The Problem with Poplars. Group C, we're going to have Amazon Women in the Mood versus Parasites Lost. Group D, we have The Day the Earth Stood Stupid versus Spanish Fry. Group E, we have Why a Fry versus Where No Fan Has Gone Before. Group F, we have Jurassic Bark versus Roswell That Ends Well. Group G, we have How Hermes Requisitioned His Groove Back versus 300 Big Boys. 
And Group H, we have Luck of the Fryish versus Godfellas. So yeah, people. And we'll we'll be going through. We'll, if we'll, you do we'll not let know, you know which one's which. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So if you're not familiar with Futurama, this could contain a lot of spoilers, but the show has been actually off air for quite a few months now, even with our last episode. Premiered and you've in seen, 1999, y'all. Yeah, we're, yeah, this, we're only doing the Fox stuff, not the Cowboys. Yeah, we're only doing stuff. the first Fox run for the first five seasons, so if you haven't seen these yet, then what the fuck is wrong That's with really you? It's really on you. It's but. been on three different channels at this point. <laughs> So, like, you really probably have seen these episodes. So, up first, we have The Sting versus Future Shock. Uh, Roger, you want to give us a rundown of these? Absolutely. The Sting is the episode where Leela gets uh, stung by a weird bee that shows her a bunch of really emotional uh, what-if scenarios. And uh, Future Stock is the episode where the 80s businessman gets unfrozen, and unfortunately it turns out that he suffers from... Bonitis. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone care to take a stab at it? Uh, oh, this thing is one of the best written show episodes of anything in history. Um, Future Stock does have a man with bonitis. <laughs> he has eighties business skill, mind you. <laughs> yeah, I, that whole episode is just that character. Like that's the only thing that's memorable about it. But it's so goddamn funny. Well, and he he loves. He loves the the um the 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 song the safety dance. Dun, 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 dun. Well, also, Dutton didn't Fry have an office at one point and a secretary that he yelled at to oh, cancel right. the magician? Like he had a magician at two thirty. Well, yeah, he, he takes over Planet. The eighties businessman takes over Planet Express, and they they like him and Fry are like going wild eighties businessman style, and they drive all the stock into the ground. And then there's the 1984 um, Apple parody commercial. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> NX. Um, hey, I was watching that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's a competition here. The Sting is. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that like as good as Future Sock is, and as good as that one goof of just this 80s guy who keeps going, I'm an 80s guy, like. <laughs> And then his bone. I think that it might build up the fact that they wanted to just make an '80s guy character that Fry would obviously adore, and then just give you Boneitis as the running the whole payoff at the yeah, end. Yeah, so there's. I mean, there's a lot of episodes that play on on Fry's past, but I think this was one of the earlier ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the Planet Express, the the fact that they called money Kajiggers, <laughs> like. Also, is really funny when you find that out. So yeah, There's, I think it, but it, it's, over to it's, at my cat. <laughs> For me personally, this is this is a. Uh, I mean, this thing is no doubt like one of the best episodes in the whole series. Uh, but. Uh, I'm so, I really like Future Stock a lot, and for, I think for me personally, it's it's down to the just the the sheer you know quality of the sting and it's you know it's really emotional and it's kind of funny at the same time versus future stock which is just 100 percent funny and they do sing don't worry be happy in the sting that's true like a b do you get it yep they say be happy stock's not emotional he dies of bonitis (laughs) (laughs) his last words are my only regret is that i have bonitis (laughs) 
Uh, I I'm gonna go ahead and lock my vote in for the sting on this one. I am as well. It's the sting. Yeah. Mm. Jesse, you come down on Future Stock. I it's I I like the sting a lot. I'm gonna vote for Future Stock just because I really like that episode. It's a great episode. But I am totally okay with the sting winning. Roger, where would you like me to place you on this? I'm gonna go for uh, Future Stock. Okay. All right. I'm a shark. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, the Sting defeats Future Shock, three moves to on to round two. This sounds uh, like two, two wrestlers paired up against each other. The Sting <laughs> Future <Stock>. Up next, we have The Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings versus The Problem with Poplars. Roger? Okay, well, this is easy. The, Devil Hand, the Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings was the first of four series finales of Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> makes a deal with the devil because he wants to play um, the holophone or the ridiculous musical instrument where they swap hands. And the problem with Poplars is the episode where they uh, end up going to a different planet and finding this really delicious food that ends up to be babies of the Omicron Personians, which is Lur, the big dark... Oh, oh Lur, from Omicron, Omicron. Per CIA. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, right. One of the best goofs in Devil's Hands is that it's set up so much like a different kind of episode. And Fry goes in and he makes a deal with the devil and he goes, oh, it won't be a robot you know probably. And he spins it and it almost lands on Bender. And he almost gets Bender's hands. <laughs> and then it falls on Robot Devil. And Robot Devil's just pissed and there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah, and Fry is like thing. totally coming out on top of what this deal he, with the he, devil. Well, he shows up to his house like at one point. He's like, hey, how those hands doing? Like, uh... Yeah, I mean, The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings is definitely one of those. It, it It's one of the prime examples of how Futurama can write humor and, like, emotional drama together in an episode. And the best part about their humor in that show a lot of times is that they completely play off of your expectations yeah. for, like, how jokes and, like, writing should be. Um, that said, like... The problem with Poplar's episode makes me hungry. Like, <laughs> like I, you have no idea, and I am, I am full on serious here when I say I am sad. I am genuinely upset that I will never get to know what a Poplar tastes like because they Would make them sound like they, it is. What? Would you eat it straight live? Like yes, it is? absolutely. Okay. <laughs> they, they, make them, they make them sound so incredibly, de- incredibly delicious in that episode that like my mind just wanders. I'm like, they, it's like, fr- it's like popcorn chicken and shrimp, like, to, and there's like fruit. I, like, I don't know. There's, I, I am tortured that I will not get to ever taste a poplar. Six, except I'm having them. Come <laughs> on over, guys. I. I am a devil's hands or idle playthings vote. If only for, like, there's so many good lines in that. Like, Robot Devil tells Fry that he has stupid fingers. Stupid fingers. <laughs> what did you do to my fingernails? I cleaned them. <laughs> One liner from that episode. You can't just have your characters announce how they feel. That, that makes, makes me feel play. angry. <laughs> Damn it. This play is as stupid as it is brilliant. <laughs> that, that and it, all right, am I right to, th- to remember this that at some point Fry 
when he was playing the Hall of Thunder, at one point he had Frankenstein's head, like, going crazy on something. Oh, yeah. Fra- Frankenstein, like, he, well, that's when he tries to play it without the devil's hands. And so it's just, <laughs> it's a levitating Frankenstein head screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, yeah. I, I am a hard devil's hands vote. Yeah, I have not actually seen much of the problems with the problem with poplars, but it's Devil's a good Hands, episode, Jesse. But Devil's Hands, oh no, no bad. doubt. I don't think you guys would put a bad episode up here. But uh, the poplar is so delicious that when it I, comes to John, the and John, Lucilla rescues it, she still can't help but lick her fingers after <laughs> she touches it. Yeah, right, not right, right, John. It doesn't. I don't care how delicious the poplars are. The Devil's Hands might be my favorite Futurama. They disguise ever. an orangutan to look like Leela, and <laughs> they put an eye patch on it. And, <laughs> and he's like, ah, he like recognizes it because of her nails and or her hairy knuckles and slouching posture. <laughs> and then the hippie saves the orangutan. These <laughs> fuckers are making me laugh too much. About you're making me feel bad about my Devil's Hands vote. I'm voting Devil's Hands too. Easy for me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Devil's Hands on this one, even though the problem poplars is amazing. John, I assume you're I'm gonna poplar vote. the torch for poplars, even though it's not gonna win. I'm Devil's Hands as well. Lock it All in. right, with a four to one win, the Devil's Hands moves on. If we ever do an episode of Most Delicious Foods from Futurama, poplars is poplar takes it. <laughs> well, Bachelor Chow has to be on there. Yeah. And, yeah. And then the. From that one episode. What's uh? What's the pizzeria? Panucci's. Uh, Panucci's. So you can have Panucci pizza. And, and then when they do the Slurm Ball or the Blurns Ball Championship, they have that pizza place too. Right. Like, Horse yeah. Coke. <laughs> do teeth count? Because there's that one billboard about Thompson's teeth—the only <laughs> teeth strong enough to eat other teeth. <laughs> Ham gum. Ham gum. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Next round. Uh, in bracket C, we have Amazon Women in the Mood versus Parasites Lost. Roger. All right. Well, Amazon Women in the Mood is the famous Snoo Snoo episode where they crash land on a desert, deserted planet and discover that it's inhabited by giant Amazon women who resolve to kill uh, Kiff, Zap, and Fry by uh, fucking them. And then there's <laughs> Parasites Lost. Fry eats a gas station sandwich and becomes basically God. Yeah. It's it's flowers for Algernon, except the flowers are parasites inside him. Well, and so the interesting thing about Parasite Lost is uh, that's kind of a prequel to The Devil's Hands, or I don't play things, because I think, because oh. I think he, I, I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in Parasite Lost, he like is learning the holophone and he can do it because of the parasites. And so then in Devil's Hands Idle Play Things, he mentions to Leela, like, remember last summer or whatever when I had those parasites in me? Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You're exactly right. Man, he eats an egg salad sandwich from a truck stop. <laughs> and that, that's a disaster. I mean, that's, when... that's where they, they shrink down inside him. And every sci-fi show needs to have like a... A fantastic voyage? Yeah. I mean, Rick and Morty has already done it. What what is it when he's in his own brain and, and starts cutting stuff? Yeah. yeah, he's like, <laughs> so he, yeah, like his his leeway, his way to like get what he wants with the parasites is like damaging his own body, and <laughs> he just starts fucking cutting his own brain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit killed me. 
Um, but death by snoo snoo. That <laughs> scene where they tell them what snoo snoo is and they're chained up, and it's like that like five second clip of them just, just like the menagerie of facial expressions. Yeah, the the terror and happiness mixed back and forth between Kip or Brannigan and Fry is just. <laughs> Man, I really, I really, really like Amazon Women in the Mood. Uh, that that is a really good episode. Uh, I don't it, know they, if I feel much for Parasite's Lost though. You're gonna it, have to sell it, me it on really, that. It really moved the Fry and Leela story along. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of their yeah because they they end up together in Parasite Lost because the parasites basically turn Fry into like an entirely different person, and so and so Fry. Fry willingly gets rid of the parasites because he has to know if Leela likes him for who he is or because of the parasites or whatever. Um, uh, I think I'm going to vote for Amazon Women. Uh, Parasites Lost has the one where Fry has a loose baggie of massage oil. <laughs> yes, he comes yes. over to Leela's house and he has a Ziploc bag of <laughs> massage oil. And that's, and he when he comes, like, that's when he comes back after getting rid of the parasite. He, yeah. he says that he made it himself, too. Which... <laughs> I don't, I, man, this is a tough one. I don't know. But the Amazon women, they can't dunk, but they have good fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> what better uh, ends up hooking up with? The female so, fembot there. Well, yeah, because they think they think they're being led by a femputer, but it's just a fembot inside of a wall, and so the whole conflict gets resolved because Bender and the fembot hook up. Who is one of the Golden Girls, mind you? <laughs> so, <laughs> Colin, where are you coming down on this? I, I one of my favorite episodes is Parasites Lost, and I really love. Amazon women as well, and this is hard for me. Um, gotta make a choice. Yeah. Fuck. Am I? Where? Where's everybody else at? I'm. I'm the only one that's voted so far, and I'm on Amazon women. I'm leaning at, towards Amazon women. I'm on that one too. Oh, well, oh, bring on the snooze. <laughs> so you guys, it was probably where it's at too. If you're like, gonna go for parasites, Colin. You're gonna have to try and sway. It sounds like Jesse is the most likely candidate. You know, I'm. I like both of these a lot. I, I think I'm gonna have to go. Paradise. I'm gonna have to go. Parasites lost. Like, just just out of the whole Fry and Leela. I really love the Fry and Leela stuff like a lot, and. I don't know. The, the whole death by snoo snoo scene is really good, but ah, shit. Um, <laughs> so many of these are, are for me at least, won by like a single one liner. You're like, right. Zap saying the the spirit is willing, but the body is weak and spongy. <laughs> the flesh is <laughs> the flesh is spongy and bruised. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, that puts me in frame. A book of one-liners where he finds the most erotic part of a woman is the booby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's an Amazon, isn't it? Damn it! All right, swing you that way then, because that right. that brand again is a fool. Locking it in. <laughs> I'm still losing it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesse got chuckle fit. <laughs> the Amazon woman moves on four to one. All right. Uh, okay, all right. The day the, the day the earth stood stupid versus Spanish fry. Uh, 
Roger. Absolutely. The Day the Earth Stood Stupid is the first episode featuring the gigantic brain come over to try to make everyone on Earth stupid so they can destroy it. Spanish Fry is the episode where it's revealed that human noses, or the human horn, is a much sought-after aphrodisiac, which becomes evident after Fry loses his human horn. The upper one, at least. <laughs> and let's let's be clear. We've all tried a little human horn. Like, yeah. I'm not ashamed to say. It is not tough to find, and boy, does it work. <laughs> Man. I, okay, so right off in Spanish Fry, the reason he loses his human horn, he says they're on a camping trip, and he just wants to see Bigfoot so damn bad. <laughs> and he says he relates to him. And <laughs> And then fucking Bender tells him, ah, oh, it's, 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 he says it's something like, like, large, large toe or it's something, I can't remember what it was, it's your big, big face, big face. <laughs> oh, it's just a friend, big face out there. And he gets up, Bigfoot! And then he <laughs> gets abducted. And is, well, yeah, that's, yeah, they way. frame that episode in the beginning as our first, is the first, like, alien abduction spoof of the show. Um, yeah. And God, hilarity ensues. The idea that you would be abducted by aliens while searching for Bigfoot is pretty funny. <laughs> right. Uh, and he and Lur from Obacry Percy I Eight is just fantastic. So yeah, Lur and his wife Undunda, I never know how to say it. Yeah. Uh, are having like marital troubles. Um which he attempts to solve with Fry's nose. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Uh, the idea that Lur used to be a poet and like he was a <laughs> kind soul. <laughs> That's the hit shout out. There's so many good things in that episode. Day the Earth Stood Stupid is ha- again has so many funny lines that when Fry starts like writing the story and the brain says for no reason. I- <laughs> The, the big brain am winning again. Now I am leaving for no reason. Uh, but more importantly, like it's everyone is stupid in the episode except for Fry. Fry is the only one unaffected by being stupid, and except with his own grandmother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in an episode that is on this list, but like they throw, what do they? They throw something into the fire. And Leela reaches for it and is like, ah, hot. And Professor is like, Professor will help. Ah, fire indeed, hot. <laughs> that w- that has Bubblegum Tate, right? The Globetrotters? Uh, I don't think he shows up in that one. Oh, is he? Okay, never mind. That's that, yeah, that's a different one. All right. Um, the di- giant brains, I believe. Yeah. Because they show up more than once. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, well, yeah. I kind of want to go for Spanish Fry. I, I I really like Spanish Fry because also Bender comes with the <laughs> that's what she said and and like all you know just the terrible woo in the entire Bender's episode constant heckling out of nowhere literally just off screen is the <laughs> yeah you never see game. Bender do it yeah. <laughs> It's just Bender, and that for that Bender wins that vote for me for Spanish Fry, so yeah. I think okay. I'm a Spanish Fry think, vote too. I'm going the day the Earth stood stupid for this reason, uh, for the scene when they're in Pride and Prejudice, and the brain comes in. And, <laughs> I am a gigantic brain. <laughs> 
people, other people is. Uh, oh, that's right. Because they go, into, they go into Tom Sawyer, and the brain goes, "Tom Sawyer, you tricked me." <laughs> like, there's the where they go into Moby Dick too, and like, it turns out like Leela has a crush on Queequeg, and she's like, "Is there Mrs. Queequeg? <laughs> is there Mrs. Queequeg?" That's a good oh, line. You're so stupid. Ah, John, I'm. Man, I think I think I'm gonna go the Earth stood stupid. Oh man, Jesse, it's down to you, brother. Jesse. Are you serious? Yeah. You I like- was waiting on seeing what you guys would vote because I don't have any strong feelings for either of these episodes. Well, now you're gonna have to come up with one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We did, oh, we have knocked out one of the, or we have knocked out Lur's other episode. So. Just... All right, so, so, all right, so, so uh, I, I, I need someone to make a good argument here. Like, um, I, I don't know if I, I could decide here. The hey. Day the Earth Stood Stupid is a really funny episode when it happens, but it also starts a pretty, like, lengthy plot line that goes on later on in the show. It, so it's not only is it really funny, but it kicks off a very important aspect of the show later on. Um, Lur almost kills Bigfoot with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then he, they take it. Don't they take him as a pet? Doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't he pick Bigfoot up like. And yeah, because they... he's, <laughs> he's so big. Okay, I the one thing that no one has mentioned about Spanish Fry that is my favorite part of the show is when Bigfoot looks on and nods sagely, and then just walks off into the forest. <laughs> right, and then just walks back. Like or what is uh, the the intro? The, even the, the the dude and the Bigfoot thing. It was like, why why haven't they found Bigfoot? And he's like, oh, because most Bigfoot people don't have any. Most Bigfoot researchers don't have any money, and like <laughs> just kind of rag on Bigfoot people. Have you seen him? No, but I think I saw him. <sighs> I oh jeez, bring it, bring down the hammer, Jesse. All right, all right. I'm sorry. Roger, I think Roger I'm help gonna... me out. Roger, help. Say something, Roger. <laughs> One of the most iconic like gifts of Futurama, which can't be ignored in the internet age that we live in, is the one where Fry's <laughs> trying to eat the pineapple on the string. <laughs> and that's an example of Fry's like, Delta brainwave, which makes him immune from becoming stupid. Er. <laughs> Seen as in the day the earth so stupid. Oh, man. Like, uh, oh my god! Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm gonna vote for Spanish Fry. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But I thought long and hard about voting for the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, whatever. But, but that episode's so good. Like, man. All right. I, I was about to give it to the day the Earth stood stupid just for forever for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> uh, all right, so it looks like Spanish Fry moves on. We've got the Why of Fry versus where no fan has gone before. I uh... oh wait, Roger needs to yeah. Wait, synopses, which is plural synopsis. The Why of Fry is the sec is the second in the episode featuring the giant brains where it turns out that Fry actually was the reason Fry went to the future in the first place, in order to fulfill the time loop and everything. And then Where No Fan Has Gone Before is the Star Trek one. 
<laughs> yeah, very, yeah. very simply summed up as the Star Trek one. Any um, that's a, that's a good summary for uh, where no fan has gone before. Uh, so I, I have I have respect for the YF right, but God, where no fan has gone before is so funny. Uh, well, didn't our, our, in the Futurama all of Star Trek was burned and doesn't <laughs> exist anymore, right? Yeah, well, it was Star banned. Trek Wars. Even, yeah, yeah, even yeah. talking about it's Star Trek was outlawed. Yeah, it was just flat out banned. As it should it's be. Not to be confused with the great <laughs> Star Wars Trek. <laughs> the mass migration of all Star Wars fans. Uh, God, this is tough. Why a fry has Scooty Puff Jr. <laughs> Curse you, Scooty Puff Jr. Like, yeah, I mean, it's important to say why a fry. I don't believe it's the. F- I believe it's the that's, second that's, episode where Nibbler talks. In it, it. But that's the epi- It is, and it, but that's the that's the first one he finds out that he was re- he was like put here. Yeah. yeah. So Nibbler, Leela's like alien pet, reveals that that Fry was. It wasn't just an accident that Fry came to the future. It was carefully planned because they knew Fry's brain could withstand the the giant brain's attack. Uh, it's a really cool episode that deals with like the mythology of the show, and there's like it's it's cool to see Fry like develop because they they make references to past episodes, and at the end of the episode, Fry Fry makes the decision to like put himself into the future. And it, they literally go back to the pilot, and you see, like, the intro scene, and you realize that, like, Nibbler's shadow was there in the first episode, and this Fry. was a long-planted seed. Jeez. Also in The Lie of Fry, there's the scene where he's asking the biggest brain ever, like, the questions. That's and true. He asks, uh, what really killed the dinosaurs? And the I did! Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Me! I did! Going around tapping dinosaurs. <laughs> they're, 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 they're loading in all of the information. It's like two plus two is four. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Come on down to crazy days for the best bargains. <laughs> uh, so, but I'm not even a Star Trek fan. Like, I think Star Trek's all right. But even I think where no fan has, I don't think you need to like Star Trek to I, have a ton of fun watching where no fan has gone before. Totally agree. I I do not actually like Star Trek. I get it. I have no issues with it. I just don't really care for it. And I think that that's one of like one of the best episodes of the show. The way they do the full setup of the show in general, like, is just perfect. I I think where no fan has gone before is better than. Uh, What's that parody movie about Star Trek fans and everything? Uh, Trekkies or no, no, no. Uh, you love it, Jesse. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't oh, matter. Galaxy Quest. Jesse loves it. Yes, Galaxy Quest. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! Look, I like Galaxy Quest, That's... but I think where no fan has gone before is a better execution of that idea. Mm. John, no. you're stepping on my toes. <laughs> um. Where no fan has gone before has is the best skewering of Star Trek I've ever seen because of the line where they go, uh, what would they do on Star Trek? Well, normally they'd give a complicated technological explanation followed up by a simple <laughs> analogy. They say, wait a minute, if we could attach your thrusters to our hyperdrive, we could exert so much energy that well, he goes, like filling up a balloon with too much air. <laughs> 
Oh, um, I don't know where to come down on this. I think I, I'm a Why of Fry vote. I think I'm where no fan has gone before vote. I'm a uh, where no fan has gone before vote. Even though I think the Why of Fry, uh, I I just like where no fan has gone before better. Uh, but I think the Wire Fry is definitely a very, very great episode. Scooty Puff Jr. for me. Count me in for the Wire Fry. Roger, it's down to you, brother. Tiebreaker. Okay, I'm going to explain my vote. The best uh, scene in Where No Fan Has Gone Before, and uh, disclaimer, I have not seen a single episode of Star Trek or any of the Star Trek movies. And hate all you want, but... Uh, when Shatner assumes that George Takei knows karate, would <laughs> you assume that I know karate? And Shatner's just like, well, you never tell us about yourself. <laughs> like, no one ever wants to know. <laughs> so Shatner and Leela make out. That's, That's true, funny. yeah. Yep. So I'm going has gone before. Sorry, Wyatt. Yeah! Oh, all right, where no fan has gone before, moves on. <laughs> Three to two vote. All right, now, disclaimer ahead of this. <laughs> this is where people are going to get really mad, and we understand, <laughs> but whatever happens here, just know that this is what just we want. Just keep listening, keep listening. Yeah, just hang on in there. We'll see who the best is in the end. Shirt's uh, available soon. If you don't like the outcome <laughs> of this, buy a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, tell us how you really feel on the poll this week, too. Um, so, we have Jurassic Bark versus Roswell That Ends Well. Roger, take us away. Absolutely. Jurassic Bark is one of the most famous episodes of Futurama where they find Fry's, Fry's, find Fry's fossilized tongue twister dog and decide to revive him. But when it's um, evident that uh, Seymour, the dog, lived for like 15 years, Fry's like, oh, he... Lived for 12 years after I knew him. Oh, well, never mind. And um, Roswell That Ends Well is the famous episode where they travel back in time to 1947, and it turns out they're the flying saucer that landed, and Zoidberg <laughs> was the alien they found. And also, he was with his, with his uh, grandmother after nuking his grandfather unintentionally. <laughs> oh. So, uh, uh, <laughs> you go ahead, John. Go ahead. I'm ready to spit some fire. Roswell uh, that ends well is a better episode. Roswell that ends well is a better episode. And not only, I mean, look, I I was once caught up in the emotional trap of Jurassic Bark. As but I, I think that's vol, void and null now because in, I mean, we're not counting, we're not counting these in these, in this discussion as like, they're not part of the bracket, but in the movie, Bender's Big Score, they retcon Jurassic Bark. Yep. Like what? they, I, and yeah, in Bender's Big Score, they they show that scene. They show Seymour like lay down to wait for Fry, and as soon as he, as soon as like you know, as soon as it cut to black in Jurassic Park, in the events of Bender's Big Score, when that cut to black moment would have happened, I, I, I don't remember what starts, but there's like an explosion in the building like outside, right, and it b- ends up burying Seymour instantly or whatever. Actually, Bender, the cause it's, of the explosion. Yeah. So like. They complete the, in the context of the show itself. Well, I mean, but they still, took away the emotional pull of Jurassic Park. I, I I still disagree because it was still that long later into the future that he waited, and then it blew up. But it's not. Uh, I don't think it took away Fry's from the. Dog. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. 
Here's Actually, my... oh, go ahead, go ahead. Jurassic Bark is the Firefly of Futurama. <laughs> oh, man. In that it just mm. out of the first round and pissed a lot of people off. And also, so many people think it's the best thing to ever happen, that it has taken away from the innate pretty goodness that it already has. And I, I, honestly, I think The Sting is a much better, like, tug-at-the-heartstrings emotional episode than Jurassic Bark. The, the one that I brought up, when we were talking about the the show in general, uh, like with this episode, they kind of bring that up, and it, it's like one of the last episodes of of the series period, and it, it's called Game of Tones, and they go, it, it's about Fry's mom and like him and the past and yada yada, but there's actually a scene with Seymour popping back up. He's in that episode a bunch because they're in the past still in Fry's mind, and they bring it up again and seeing him in that context was a little uh, upsetting still for me, I think. Uh, but but I think that whole episode was also kind of upsetting, just general. It was one of the heartstring kind of episodes. But Roswell that ends well, that scene with Zoidberg <laughs> in getting cut open. And, oh, what is that? Like, he, it, Zoidberg doesn't need any of his organs. Like, <laughs> okay, no, hold up. I have been like stifling a laugh for five minutes. The funniest fucking moment is when Zoidberg is in the room and they're trying to figure out what he eats until they put in the buffet. He goes, a buffet? Oh, I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's like, and me without my credit card. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The idea that, like, they put this table of food in front of him and Zoidberg still is like, oh, my misfortune. <laughs> right, like, and the, but, and, and not to be confused, Fry has sex with his grandmother and yeah, has he it. does he does nasty in the past. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, and so therefore but, he is his own grandfather. And the well, other and, other best part is when Bender gets left behind and he's buried <laughs> underground for a thousand and fifty years. Yeah, and then they go and they go back to the present day, which is the year three thousand or something, and they dig him up and they go, Bender, are you all right? And he goes, I was fine till you guys showed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so Roswell at Enswell is. I don't know. I mean, uh, they had other Emmy nominations, I'm sure, but I'm pretty sure that's their. Uh, did they win the Emmy for that, or is that just nomination? I um, want to say. in the Central Run won an Emmy. I forget which one, though. But I, anyway, Roswell Enzo was at least nominated. I think it won it, an Emmy, it, though. It won. Okay. Um, and I, man, like they they all think they have to adjust to life too because the ship is broken. So like. It's just and man, Fry's grandpa like he meets him and like his grandpa is like, you ever think you like women just because you're supposed to? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fry is like, never say that because Fry is trying to ensure his own birth, and like Yancey, his grandfather, is just constantly like walking into danger or saying that he doesn't like women. And oh my god, that episode. Enos is his grandfather. Enos, yeah, yeah. Enos, that's it. Basically, go pile. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, <laughs> the like, reason that they end up in Roswell is because he's making microwave popcorn during a supernova or something. <laughs> yeah, they were watching the supernova, and it, all the power had to be off, and he just did the microwave emitter just blew up and transported them back in time. Oh Christ! I'm going for Roswell and Enswell. Yeah. Roswell. yeah. That's going to be in for me. 
So I have never actually seen Roswell that ends well. Um, I am not especially fond of Jurassic Park, uh, and to be honest, I think it it was more one of those things that the more people talked about it, the more I'm like, well, yeah, that was really emotional. But when I first saw it, it was kind of like, well, that was emotional, but it's it's like it's like I'm remembering it as twisting it into more of an emotional thing than it was for me well, personally. More importantly, like that episode is good because of its ending. But like yeah. for most of the episode, it's the episode is about Bender being jealous yeah. of Seymour and him and Fry like not being on good terms. And I that's just not that's not fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I don't like when they're being oppositional. But the yeah. one really good goof in Jurassic Park is that they have a museum of stuff from the 20th century, and Fry yep. does his Dance of the People, which is the hustle. Yeah, <laughs> he does the hustle, and uh, he tries to, what was it, the summon? You get to offer to the god. They actually say, like, you get a, like, ah, fuck, what is it? Some, I think you get a Trans Am if you pay the, the hustle enough to certain <laughs> god. You get a well, Trans Am or something, I can't remember. Doesn't that also have, like, the most, is it also the one that has the most, true statement on the show ever where like there's they're looking at a 20th century car and they ask fry if he owned one he was like no nobody in new york owned a car or nobody ever drove in new york there's always too much traffic <laughs> yeah 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 I also thought... I, yeah go ahead, go ahead go. oh yeah i gotta give homage to jurassic bark for uh, two reasons one is the gag where they all keep trying to dive into the lava and <laughs> the professor and eventually <gasps> Degrees. Professor Lava Hot. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Fry is stripping down into his underwear to get into the lava. <laughs> but that's also the episode where Leela and Amy are in like wrestling outfits. Yeah, they're like doing sexy wrestling poses right. the whole time, and no one's yeah. paying attention to them. That was great. Interesting. The, the the best the, uh, another good gag in Jurassic Park is like they keep like inferring to like why they call him Bender the Magnificent and he's like that's not why they call me <laughs> and after he like rises from the earth covered in lava like having saved Seymour he just goes and that is why they call me Bender the Magnificent <laughs> but I'm voting for Roswell yeah yeah I think just hearing you guys talk about Roswell I think I'm gonna I think I would definitely like that episode more than I did Jurassic Park so it's it's All great. Right. Bracket does not like incumbents. Let if me tell you that. Is if, y'all, if you guys in, really like something, we're not voting for it. So. Is Harry Truman in Roswell? Is that who it is? It's like yeah, Harry Truman. Like Truman. one of the best gags in Roswell is when like a plane lands at the Roswell Air Force Base and like they wheel out a giant box of canned eggs. <laughs> That's right. Harry Newman just punches his way out of. <laughs> I, the other one is it's like the only people will allow to know about this are the president, the Pentagon, and that crazy old man with a camera no one will ever believe. He's like, every, every time he takes a picture of something, it, they like show the develop of it, and it's like a famous like you know right. It was a real of, like picture. UFO yeah. or whatever. It takes a picture of the Planet Express ship, and somehow it comes out as the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so is Roswell, that a full sweep for Roswell? That's it a full is. sweep for the Roswell. First sweep right. of the bracket. Listen, listen, I like dogs. All right, 
Don't attack me for that. Rocket hates dogs. dogs. That is our official stance. 16 (laughs) worst dogs coming soon. (laughs) All of them. 16 entries. I'll say all of them. All right. So how Hermes requisitioned his groove back versus 300 big boys. Roger? How Hermes requisitioned his groove back is uh, a Hermes-centric episode, obviously, wherein he does his job. And uh, comes back triumphantly to save Planet Express after the woman who Fry had been sleeping with, like, promoted him to too high a place. And then there's a musical number at the end. Uh, 300 Big Boys does not have a musical number, but it does feature where everyone gets a $300 tax return from (laughs) President Nixon's head. And it just depicts on how they all spend it. And Fry chooses to get 100 cups of coffee. I, and man, so, this is the toughest one so far for me. So this is so this is funny because uh, uh, three hundred big boys. I remember watching that. I actually watched that for the first time today, and uh, that throughout the whole episode, I kept thinking, "Well, I don't actually have any strong feelings for this one, so I'm not sure I'm going to vote for this." And then uh, they kept. The only thing I was really attached to was the whole 100 cups of coffee gag because they keep throwing that counter up at the bottom, <laughs> and every time it would get at least a smile out of me, and. Uh, so I was just like, well, you know, I'll, I'll see how it ends. And then there's a there's a point in that episode where he drinks the hundredth cup of coffee, and when when basically time slows down for him, and it's just this like ridiculous uh, scene that a caused- blur of hyper awareness where he's saving everybody's life and. It- Everything is moving in slow motion around him, and he's just nodding calmly. Leela literally says, I think, well, no, she says, did she say, I think I saved us somehow? Somebody somebody mentions an orange blur. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they show a couple, like, in real time where he's, like, dashing crazy, uh, where drinking 100 cups cups of coffee has basically turned him into the Flash, and I... I lost it. Like I was laughing so hard at that. I literally do not remember the A story of that episode and the B it's story. Is uh, so funny. What's it called? Uh, the Shamu ramp uh, ripoff thing. Uh, yeah. th- there's some way old that. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it what swallows a locket. Yeah, and, yeah, it swallows a locket and. Uh, they're trying to get it back, and that's not. Yeah, it's it's not very good. It has it's rosy. It's it, it, it's it's more or less fried drinking a hundred cups of coffee. It right. has Roseanne yeah. in it explaining it what Roseanne Amber gag is, is amazing. <laughs> the way it ends is so great because it has Roseanne like talking to the viewer at the end. It's like here's here's a fact, idiot, noun. <laughs> <laughs> But it also has a really lovable Zoidberg plot of him, like, finally owning... It's, like, the most money he's ever owned, and, like, he's part of, like, <laughs> fancy society now. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He's like, I'll buy one art, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think I'm... Just because of how hard that episode turned around for me, I'm going to... I think I'm going to vote for 300 Big Boys, unless I can be swayed towards Hermes. Man, they they don't use Hermes as much as they should in the show. I like, like Hermes. He's one like, of the characters. He but. always knocks it out of the park whenever they give him attention. Like, and uh, the fact that he has this rivalry with Barbados Slim and like <laughs> well, his wife about, used to be married to Barbados Slim, right? Like, oh, man, 
Uh, the the best part of that episode is the musical number at the end and the head bureaucracy, but the bureaucrat that replaces Hermes, the woman, is so funny to me. And when she she's attracted to Fry because he's so sloppy and non-bureaucratic, and when she's making out with him and then slaps him and goes, dirty boy, dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty. <sighs> that episode Man. cracks me up so hard. I... Fry takes it for me easy on 300 big boys. I think on 300 big boys as well. And it's it, honestly, it's mostly because of the format of the episode. I really like episodes that show you like there, there's an event and then all of the cast is affected by it in a different way. And you get to see everyone's little moment of their day. And it, it like, there's always something fun about, a continuing thread that is being like documented in the show. Like, you know, you've got your Seinfeld episode where it's, I mean, the big of that episode is that it's all going backwards, but it's got Kramer's uh, lollipop that helps you keep track of what's going on. Like, I really like that kind of device. The, the in, best in that, implement of the ticking counter in a TV show was the Venture Brothers season four opener. Yeah. yeah that yeah, one's yeah, really great. Yeah. 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 But, Which, uh, but no. someday we will do best Venture Brothers episode. Oh, Roger, I, we would love I'm to have you back prepared. on for that. Uh, I really see. I think um, I should dive into characters for Venture. But anyway, that's uh, another. But no, like in that idea, I that just made me remember how Three Hundred Big Boys ends, where uh, you know they they show how everyone's day ended, and Bender said, "Wow, I went, I got away from this episode without learning a lesson." And then the police <laughs> come in, and they like they they like try to arrest him, and they start beating him, and he's like, "All right, closure," <laughs> as he's getting beaten. So yeah, so, I really like the ending. Of Roger, that where do you fall on this one? Uh, I gotta go with uh, Hermes' requisition to my groove back because of the musical number. The fact that after Bender like loses his like mind or his brain or whatever, his like personality, like during the musical number, he he says, "I am Bender, please insert Gerder." To the <laughs> and when they finally, at the end of the song, put the personality thing back in, he just goes, "I am Bender, baby, please insert liquor." <laughs> I'm, I'm going for that one too because I love the musical number and I so, there will be times where I still find myself like they say this boy was born to be a bureaucrat like, I'll just <laughs> sing it in the middle of the fucking day uh, so I'm locking it in alright it looks like that three headed big uh, three headed 300 <laughs> big boys passes on to the next round with three, three to two votes and <laughs> 300 big boys <laughs> oh so up next, I hope I, want that episode. <laughs> up next, I have Luck of the Fryish, Fryish. Uh, Colin, you versus, gotta learn to talk, brother. Uh, hey, versus, you can do it. I believe you're the host you, Colin. of a show. I kind of fucking hate you guys right now. Uh, versus Godfellas. SMH. Whatever, Godfellas. Whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, Godfellas has. Prob- that's well, let's prob- go ahead and get synopses. For yeah, this one. yeah, go ahead, Roger. Let's get some synopses. See, we're all learning some vocabulary words. <laughs> Look at the Fryrish is the episode with a seven leaf clover, and uh, Fry's like, I need to go back and see if it's where I put it. So he goes back and turns out it's not there, and he falls under the impression that his brother stole it and stole his identity and like did everything he wanted to do. But at the end of the episode, it's very heartwarming that his brother actually found the seven-leaf clover and gave it to his son, who he named after his brother, Philip oh. J. Fry. And Godfellas is the episode where Bender gets launched into space and becomes God. I mean, he's basically 
first I was God, then I met God. And that's basically how it goes. Um, so many good things in both these episodes. This one's so tough. So what I was, I almost brought this up earlier when we were talking about Jurassic Park. Uh, not only do I think the sting, I mean, I mentioned that, but I, I honestly think luck of the Fryerish is also a better sort of heavy punch to the gut emotional episode than but, Jurassic yeah. Park. Agreed. Um, uh, that really ties into Fry's past, and it uh, the the sequencing that they show of of Yancey's life after losing Fry is really really good. I, yeah, it it, it is. Uh, like Yancey himself, like he because Fry always thought he was a dick, and, and he was. To just, be fair, he kind of was for a little no, while. Fr- no, I'm pretty much always until Fry disappeared. Yep, and and oh, and the the goof I love about the Ronco record vault was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it had it had one. The combination is four, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> and uh, um, but I think that in Godfellas, like the actual God or whatever it was in that sense, um. Not what Bender was, but the the actual thing. It, its quote was, "If you've done not, if you've done things right, people won't be sure you've done anything at all." And that's so fucking awesome because yep. that thing's rad as shit. And uh, Bender had killed like a, he started a nuclear war on his ass. <laughs> and, and like I, I yeah, everything about that episode's <laughs> and Fry freaking out going to the the monastery. And trying to find him through the, the was it the the smelloscope up there? No, it was just a regular telescope. Just a regular telescope? Okay, I couldn't remember that. The the line where Vender is telling God about what he did, and he goes, I saw that. You were doing very well until everybody died. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. So these are both really, really great episodes, and yeah. this is actually really hard for me to choose. Um, I agree with John about... Uh, Luck of the Friars being a better heavy punch to the gut than uh, than uh, Jurassic Park. And again, I really like dogs, so that's saying something. No, uh, no, you hate dogs. We don't I mean, like I dogs, ha- Jesse. Stay on message. The I'm the only bracket position is that dogs are vile mongrels. Look, I'm covering my bases. Ruining base. this I nation. Kill them all. The whole time I'm sitting there ragging on Jurassic Park, and I keep thinking someone's going to be like, this guy does. This guy just doesn't like dogs. He doesn't get. No, People are no, going to know not. that not only does Bracket hate dogs, but if you listen to Bracket, you hate dogs. Yeah, we just tricked you all. Yeah. Gotcha, <laughs> bitches. No, I, I, Luck of the Friars is a really great episode. Godfellas is also might be one of my favorites. So, uh, I I don't know. We're gonna have to talk about it. Like I can't. I, can't I am just... leaning very slightly towards Luck of the Friars. I'm leaning Godfellas. I'm Irish all the way. I'm Godfellas. I oh, I think Jesus. I think Godfellas. I think Godfellas is Bender has a lot of great episodes. Bender is a character that they can always kind of make a an episode focused towards him work. Um, but God, I mean, it, Godfellas is kind of strange because it. I think it's one of the best bender episodes but it's also 
very different in the way it's it's structured, the way it treats Bender as a character. Um, and I, man, I I love it. Like that. That's one of those episodes that really I think gets it right when it comes to like we had something we wanted to like say and explore as like people who are writing this thing, and it's just. It's and, it's one of the only episodes I can think of where it's not that Bender like learns something about himself. It's that Bender has to deal with the repercussions of his actions, yeah, and the ramifications that it has not only on other people but on himself. And it's this one is, of the times where you see him care about something other than himself. Yeah, and this is this is like my personal like if there's one episode about Bender that I either choose, this is it. Like, this is. I, I really like Godfellow. I also just like how they were able to, like, what a cool thing that this show was able to, like, talk about the concept of a god. And, like... In an almost completely non-religious way. And they yeah. leave it they leave it so open to interpre- interpretation, in fact, that even the god character itself doesn't... It, it gives you the impression that he doesn't even know what he is. Like, Bender is kind of questioning this glowing entity and he's like maybe you're like yeah you know. he's, he's like are you god and he goes that seems plausible but he's also <laughs> uh, he like suggests that he's like you know i forget, it's like a space station colliding with a nebula or yeah. something ridiculous and and the god entity says like that's likely as well like i i think it's a it's, very it's cool episode. some of the only writing of like of any show or thing that is like written god and not been like cheesy or heavy handed about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that being said, Luck of the Friarish is just a seven leaf clover is really funny. The idea of having a dance off for MC Hammer parachute pants, really <laughs> funny. Really good. Um, Fry and his brother having this super adversarial relationship. Maybe that's something that I can. Re- maybe maybe I like this episode because I can relate to that because. Of just personal stuff between me and my brother, we did not get along until we did, and like I totally get that. Until you got frozen, we know. Right <laughs> until I woke up, like I was frozen in the year nineteen hundred and fourteen, uh, and came up here, and now I miss him so much. Yeah, I and mean, you missed a couple of wars there too. What do you mean? I didn't hear anything <laughs> about that. <laughs> a couple of wars. Uh, it's. I mean it. it I agree that that's probably the most well-executed, like, emotional gut punch of the show. I, I can agree with that. I, it's not that I have anything against Luck of the Friars, because I think it's one of the best episodes in the entire series. But I also think God, Godfellas is probably in my top three favorite episodes ever. So again, Jesse, it's down to you. God damn it. I don't want to lose either of these episodes no, at all. No, it's Godfellas, no. not God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Where are you going on? I, I, I would vote for either one of these episodes over a lot of episodes on this whole bracket. I don't want to lose either of these. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear a look at the Friarish, Friarish argument? Because I can yes, make. Do it. All right. Well, the the big the goof of the whole episode is when Fry's like trying to hide the seven leaf clover. He's like, "Where will no one ever look for this?" Ah, the Breakfast Club soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and, and later Yancey finds it by, like, at his wedding, finding the Ronco record vault and saying, oh, this will clear people out at the end of the night. 
Now That's listen really here. Forget about me. <laughs> this is. I don't like where this is going. They knew to appeal to Jesse's music side. I know. Like, <laughs> Colin, do we have anything that we have? He nuked his ass. Well, he didn't. But well, I, well, I mean, he had two two villages of people. One. He did the decide the one. first thing that they should build was a brewery. God is good. God is great. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I mean, I just think that, I mean, yeah. You already hate dogs, Jesse. Are you really going to invoke the wrath of like. You're going to tell people you hate God? Facial star nebula creatures. What about clovers? Here's. Clovers? You don't want to invoke the hatred of clovers. Oh, God. I. Glover. <laughs> All right, this is where I stand right now. Godfellas is maybe one of my favorite episodes ever. Uh, and also... I'm going to put you on the spot. You got 10 seconds. Cullen? Uh, um, I'm one of those, I'm, I'm one of those seven, uh, crazy six, people who actually five, kind of has a soft spot for four, Breakfast Club. Three, two... I'm voting Godfellas. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> right, I'm sorry. I like Breakfast Club too, Jesse, so... Priority was the worst ever. Of all time, it went on in the first round. I'm as pissed as you are, Roger. I'm right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would vote for Fryrish over most of the things that won on this round. Like, all right, guys. I'm look, sorry. I feel real bad. All right. Look, look, we, we keep getting mad at each other over round two, though. Yeah. So, up next, we have in round two, guys, the Sting versus Devil's Hands Rattle Playthings. Amazon Women in the Mood versus Spanish Fry, where no fan has gone before versus Roswell that ends well, and 300 Big Boys versus Godfellas. Oh Up first, God. we got the Sting versus the Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings. Jesus. <laughs> this is fucking insane. Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings is like one of the. Uh, <sighs> No, I wouldn't even say like one of the first really big heartstring pulls for me, but for 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 Fry, but because it was the end of that whole series at that point. But man, I love Robot Devil. I yeah, I mean Robot Devil is. I, I think hands down, Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings is definitely one of the funniest episodes. <laughs> hands down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a vote for Devil's Hands. As am I. Oh God, I I don't know, guys. This guys, the Sting is without so question. Good. The Sting is one of the best written episodes, like it, they, not only you, of the show. I but, think they do a really good job of making you think that Fry is really dead in that episode. Yeah, like, we didn't talk about that episode a lot because it it beat Future Stock so much. But like, they held a funeral for Fry. They shoot him into space. Like Leela goes, Just wake months. up, Leela. Leela goes months. Like she. Like they show her life going on without Fry. Like I, and and like man, and the reveal is so good. Like the fact that her dreams keep getting worse and worse and worse, and he keeps telling her to wake up. And like I don't know. I think I mean I love the voice actress who does Leela. Like I, she's great in everything she does, and but she does such a good performance that episode. Like I think. Her like pain and frustration and like loss is incredibly real feeling. God damn it, John, you're swaying me. 
but that's the thing. I don't know where I fall on this either. Like, I, I, man, I think the Sting is incredibly ambitious and impressive. But I think the rope, the devil's hand, the devil's hands are idle playthings is also like hilarious and a Robot good way Devil to like. Is just outright the funniest character on the show. Yeah, yeah, I like. I have him tattooed on my body because of this episode. Like, <sighs> here's I, what I feel. This is what I feel about it right now. I think just because it, it's been a while since I've seen the Sting, uh, and I actually rewatched uh, Devil's Hands on Ider. Devil's Hands are idle playthings recently, uh, but I I think Devil's Hands is easily more a funnier episode. Yes, uh, absolutely. And it is it also has an emotional punch, but it does not carry the same amount of emotional punch that the Sting does. I don't think any episode in the show does, to be honest. Uh, but so, are you a Sting vote? I. The Sting has giant bees, and and the whole reason that man like they one eat spoonful the royal of honey. jelly. Like, yeah, one spoonful of royal jelly what puts you to sleep. The second one, the third one kills you, right? It puts you in a coma forever, right? I. Yeah, when she. Oh yeah. God! Oh God! <sighs> Just wake up, Leela. Just wake up. I hate you guys. Uh, Where does it stand right now? I'm getting sweaty. I don't think anyone's locked in anything. I'm getting sweaty palms. I've been locked in on Devil's Hands actually since the beginning. Yeah, okay. I thought. Yeah. I feel strongly about it. I, I'm leaning Devil's Hands, hmm. but I do not. I I'm not. I want. I want to see this. I want to see the sting in the finale, like. In the final, the final bracket. I don't want to see this go. See, I'd totally be fine if this was the finals. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, guys, I might. Yeah, I I gotta run Devil's Hands. <sighs> I cried my eyes out at that episode. You telling me you didn't during the sting though? Like, no, I I sweat and panic the whole time. The the whole fucking joke about. Fry literally making you deal with the devil and the devil being like so powerless to get it back to yeah. his advantage is the funniest thing. Fry being like, this worked out perfect for me. Because nothing here's, works out for Fry. Here's the thing. It's, <laughs> it isn't the ending of that episode that uh, actually gets me. And again, John brought up my music side, but like the way that episode suddenly, like it's it's a goofy like it's it's Fry's, you know, masterpiece opera and and it's and it's goofy, and then you just suddenly realize it, it, it. The entire thing has transitioned to where even the characters that aren't in the opera are now singing the opera, and like the whole episode has become the opera. And yeah, that's what gets me about I, that episode. Make it isn't no even mistake, the ending. If there was an instrument I was ever going to want to play, it would be <laughs> a holophone. <laughs> right, right. Because you're yeah. taking music, which I cannot. My brain is not programmed to handle sound. And turning it into pictures, which I, I mean, you am all get. about. I put me in for the devil. <sighs> I'm, I'm the sting. I, I think, I, I think, the devil's hands are. I think it's a great episode. I think it's one of their best episodes ever. But I think it's something that they could pull off. I, I don't think I, it's great. It's one of their best episodes. But I think the sting stands out as them really pushing what they could do with that show further than 
any other episode goes. Okay, so what I have right now is John is a Sting vote, Roger is a Devil's Hands vote, Colin is a Devil's Hands vote. Jesse, where do you come down? I, the thing about Devil's Hands is even with the emotion of that episode and the comedy of that episode, I'm sitting there. When that episode turns into a full blown like everyone singing, like you're laughing at it, but also it's it's poignant. Like it's 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 very subtle and very well done. I will have you know, I'm voting for this thing. Oh God, am I deciding (laughs) this again? Pull the trigger, Jesse. Pull the trigger. I can make. Don't give me. Don't give me a counter. Let me make my argument. Like, Mm. what are you? Don't you don't have to make an argument. What does Roger have to say? Okay. Here's the thing with the Devil's Hands or Idle Play things. Bender Hambones in this episode. <laughs> the open when he's like trying to like get Fry to wake up because he invited a lady friend over. He's like, hey Fry, I'm about to have sex with this lady bot I invited over, so I'd like everyone to know about it. Now give us some privacy! <laughs> he also does deafen Leela with that air horn. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about oh, that. Shit. Yeah. I uh, yeah. That that you're solidifying that really hard for me now. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, it comes down to like the two things about Futurama that are enjoyable. One yep. that it is one of the most intricately beautiful written shows there is. And one that it is one of the funniest fucking shows there is. Yeah. I, I gotta go with the devil, man. Jesse. The thing the thing I was gonna say about the devil's uh, hands that makes me love it so much is that uh, even though it intricately weaves that comedy with that, you know, that emotion behind the opera, even above all of that, the opera itself, I would listen to that music outside of the context of that show. It was actually really good music. Uh at least, at least the melody was strong enough to where it could be carried and memorable. And uh, I mean, it wasn't like the greatest thing ever, but you know, for a comedy show, you could just write that off and just kind of do whatever. But they, they, they stuck to it, right? They, so, they went, they went the full ten miles, whatever, whatever the phrase is. So they you're went voting the, however, hands. I am go. reluctantly. Go. I am reluctantly saying. In this context, I have to vote Devil's Hands. You're dead to me. <laughs> Devil's Hands are idle. You're dead to Play me. Moves on. Three to two. I'm sorry, I think Sting. that also, that, that officially might be the first time that Jesse has voted something and gotten through, and John and Greg have been on the opposite side of that. <laughs> Maybe. Like, like on a three Greg to two first. vote. So, uh, <sighs> Amazon Women in the Mood versus Spanish Fry. Okay. Uh, I can't believe this thing is out. This is stupid. I hate it. It is stupid. It's really <laughs> stupid. Sting should have at least been in the toilet. Well, that's over now. Uh, I'm going to go we need some synopsis. We need some synopses. Yeah. Re- refresh us. Exactly. Okay, well, first I have to say about the Devil's Hands or Idle Play things. I'm thrilled to see the opera, the opera episode win because one of my favorite episodes of anything of all time is the opera episode of Dexter's Lab. Every good yeah. cartoon or animated TV show has to have an opera episode. Anyway, and Amazon it's always, it's always a really good episode. Amazon Women well. in the Mood is an episode about sex, and Spanish Fry is also an episode about sex. 
begin. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Futurama got uh, horny, dog. Uh, I'm afraid from me. because sex is gross. Yeah, sex so is I'm not for voting. nerds. Not even real. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Who even has sex? I've never met anyone. counter turn on that. I love some sex, so Spanish fry for me. Uh, I I like Amazon Women in the Mood. Lure and Bigfoot really lock Spanish fry down. <laughs> right! Lure from Omicron Percy I8, y'all. John, where are you coming gonna... in? I... I think... Yeah, I think it's Spanish Fry for me. Roger? I gotta vote for the good fundamentals. I know they can't dunk, but I'm gonna go for him. <laughs> and Jesse? Is this two and two? No. 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 Okay. It's already won. I'm not gonna tell you which one won, though. I, I'm voting Amazon Women. Alright, well, okay. you lost. Too bad, Spanish yeah. Fry wins. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, That's Spanish Fry wins. Spanish Fry Whatever. moves on. Where I, no fan is gone. Go ahead. I deserve. Uh, I deserve that pain from the last two things I had to decide. You damn right. Ugh. Where no fan has gone before versus Roswell that ends well. Not even close for me. I'm sorry, where no fan has gone before, but damn. it's Roswell. He's his own damn grandfather. <laughs> I'm and a Roswell Ros- vote. Is that four Roswells? It's three. Roger? Roswell, all the way. Harry, President Truman punches his way out of Candex. <laughs> <laughs> transport the president. Jesse? <sighs> Roswell. Yeah. Full sweet. Uh, Teamwork. Roswell moves on. Sorry, Star Trek fans. Oh boy! Three hundred big boys versus Godfellas. Not even a contest, Godfellas. Godfellas. That's what I'm thinking too. I I fought hard for three hundred big boys. I'm glad to see it win, but it's Godfellas. It sure is. Um, (laughs) Three hundred big boys. I'm never gonna forget because we have all experienced that hundred coffee moment, right? Right, right, right. Where where we're just looking around at like ensuing chaos and we can see forever and you just nod calmly and you're like, I can fix this. Yeah. But Godfellas is without Godfellas should be in the finals. We've all experienced that too. We've all been floating in space and had civilizations make them like so if I had a nickel. Had our ass get nuked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the semifinals, guys. We have the devil's play hand. Uh, the devil's hands. The devil's play, play hands are <laughs> idle devil hands. The idling like, devil is a play thing. This is my you favorite from episode title, hands down. It's brilliant. Good. It's real good. The only reason I can't read it is because the A is not capitalized and I can't see half of the word. Ah. Uh, I get to be that guy. Uh, this time. One more time, I gotta say, my favorite episode <laughs> title is "Bender Should Not Be Allowed on Television." <laughs> That's really good. It is a really great episode title. All right, so the semifinals we have: the Devil's Hands are idle play things versus Spanish Fry, and Roswell that ends well versus Godfellas. I think we're uh, gonna be after yeah, like after after the last round, it's no contest for me. It's Devil Hands, Devil's Hands. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like if I if I had to pick between those two episodes before, then I'm not even gonna. Yeah, Devil's Hands is gonna go in for me. Yep. Fry tells me that you're a robot. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I Devil's Hands also has like the first expanded like the first time Hedonism Bot got more than one line. Because he commissioned the play, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? A man in love with a woman in an opera? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. That so, is a full suite. All right. Uh, so, so Devil's Hands or Idle Play Things moves on. And Roswell That Ends Well versus Godfellas. Oh, boy. That's a tough Roger, one. Roger, take a stab at this first. Okay. Well, I actually just watched Roswell at Innswell today, so there might be some recency bias here, because it does have President Truman punching his way out of canned <laughs> eggs. But also, one of the most underrated aspects of that episode is the scene where they're looking for the microwave. Right, they, they hadn't made them yet, right? Exactly, and like the professor, and the professor's dressed like a pimp, and just like... <laughs> suit and he's just like swinging a chain around when he tells Leela that she doesn't make enough roasts that's pretty good well and they the guy trying to sell them just like a regular old standing convection oven is like he pulls out a drawer underneath it and it's got like hot water for Leela to soak her feet in while she cooks because they're gonna be at the kitchen all day and she just like <laughs> she just turns the uh, oven on, and it catches the professor's tie on fire, and he just is like, "Uh, women." <laughs> <laughs> oh, breaking bitches. my heart. So, I'm all. I'm, well, that's my vote. You're you're on Roswell. Yep. Oh, Roger. I'm Roswell as well. Oh God, what? Cullen, Cullen! I thought I was. I thought I could count on you. Well, I. Good news, Jesse. I'm Godfellas. Oh, I really God. love Godfellas. I, and this is really hard for me, but I feel that the whole... I mean, with that gimmick, the, that Fry is his own grandpa, that runs the rest of that show, and they reference it so, reference it so many more times. And it's just... There's so much novelty going on in that episode and so much compacted into there. Plus... You throw Roswell in pretty much anything, and I'll get a big boner for it. So, so I'm under the impression that right now it's two to two, and that I have not voted. Is yes. That okay, oh, Greg. So that it all comes so back to me. Um, I would just like to ask a question, and whoever can answer it, that'd be fine. Um, which of these episodes has someone doing the nasty and the pasty? No, uh, Greg. come on, <laughs> Greg. The goof with Bender being buried for a thousand years and loving every second of it. <laughs> hey, hey, people, man. Oh, Greg, Christ, Greg. Hey, in Godfellas, a robot is made into a god. Right. What I better scenario could you hope for? You're absolutely correct. I'm, I'm all about that, but. I, I can't remember any really, really good, great goofs from Godfellas. Great. Are you seriously going to tell me the one time where I can use your robot thing <laughs> for my Whoa! purpose? Whoa! You're going to you're going to betray me again anyway. 
Jesse, did you hear the noise Zoidberg made when he got the buffet? No, because I'm too I'm blinded by by anger and betrayal right Do now. Do you really want to be responsible for putting Godfellas in the toilet? I mean it's not there Look, yet, but as another Emmy nominee, I have to say as an Emmy nominee myself. That could have written Freaks and Geeks. I could have written Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> It's not I tough to do. I basically wrote Roswell that ends well. Greg I'm Elmer's basically done. Futurama. I mean, when you think about it. Uh, I gotta go Roswell. Guys. No! Greg! If you not... can name me two really funny bust-out motherfucker what, what goofs if, from Goodfellas. Wait, 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 wait. Godfellas. I think we've established that Futurama subs don't need to be, like, hilarious and be, like, funny to be good. Like, I don't think Godfellas point is to make like a lot of goofs. Oh, you're right, but it should have some. Come on. Give me something. If you can name one goof from Godfellas that's really, really funny, I will switch. Like they're like, Yeah, we are a non aggressive bunch. Then get in the closet before I beat you all up. (laughs) All right. So it looks like Roswell that ends well moves on to the finals. No, it doesn't. I'm voting for Godfellas. Okay. What? Really? That's Are you? Yeah. That's fucked up. That was Hang fucked on, up. What? What is, that what is happening? What is happening right now? I just now? John carried this bitch. That's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked the old up. Greg or switcheroo. Classic <laughs> Greg Gambit. What is happening? I'm so confused right and now. It sucks because it's not even going to do anything. Uh, bronze match. Uh, third place goes on, or third place is third place, and fourth place is dirty toilet water. So Spanish fry versus Roswell that ends well. Roswell, Roswell, Roswell that ends well. Roswell should have been the finals, whatever. Yeah. Um, I would have voted Spanish fry just to see Roswell in the dirty toilet water, but I'm not gonna do that. I vote Roswell. Spanish fry in the dirty, dirty toilet water. Dirty boy, dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> yeah, you. You know, it's really, really doing a service here because Spanish fly don't it just put it in the toilet, kids. Just put it down. Yeah. Don't. You don't want to get messed up in that stuff. All right, five sweet Roswell that ends well ends up in third place. Spanish fry and dirty toilet water. For the finals, we have the Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings versus Godfellas. This is, this is. Uh, so I feel like. I should not be upset because this is like my ideal situation. This is basically two of my favorite episodes ever. Uh, so Jesse ran this bracket. I know what I'm voting. <laughs> so one more time, Roger, if you want to just tell us what these are. Basically, the devil's hands or idle play things involves a deal with the devil that ends up working against the devil. And also he cleans fries fingernails. <laughs> Godfellas involves Bender's ass getting nuked by a colony of people who came out of an asteroid that hit his ass as well. <laughs> I'm putting in my vote early. I'm Godfellas. I'm Devils. Ooh. I'm Devils. Oh Godfellas my god. This is one of my favorite episodes of all time, but like I said. I can't discredit the robot devil I, under any circumstance. I, yeah, if if I if I could get like a spin-off that was just robot devil, like yeah. I'm right there with Kellen. I love Robot Devil. I think he may be one of the best characters on the show. I, there's just something about Godfellas that really 
speaks to me. There, I I love that episode. Yeah, no, you don't. My favorite line, and maybe one of my favorite quotes of all time, period, is in that in that episode. But I, 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 I can't. I can't. I have. I don't have Fender tattooed on me, man. No, it's a matter of time. You'll get it eventually. Yeah, it's true. Robot Roger, you said Devil's Hands. Yes, I did. Greg, so it's it's just you and me, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's two to one. What do you think? Uh, oh, God. Like I said before, this is two of my favorite episodes ever. Like, right. It's... Devil's Hands is every part. I would say if you had to watch one episode. I was going to say the exact same thing. Devil's Hands is like the. It gets the... everything right. Yeah, it is the Futurama episode if you're going to watch any episode. But also, so is Godfellas in a way. I don't. Well, it's I, just I, not I, a more metatextual way. Yeah. I think. I think also though it helps it, because the side plot in that is Fry like fucking freaking out. Yeah, because his best about, friend's gone. His best yeah. friend's gone, and that is the the side the the B side to that episode. And like, I think for that to work, you kind of got to know a little bit more about them versus the devil's hands or idol playthings. I think you can just kind of go into it. If you had to, and you can kind of figure out A B A B kind of situation, and hedonism bot. Hedonism bot is so fucking funny. They do slather uh, chocolate syrup all over him. <laughs> yes, they do in that. Episode. Oh, they paint it on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I I have not actually mentioned this before, but hedonism bot might have my favorite design in that whole show. Yeah, uh, just the fact Being that built into a lounge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh boy, and the, the fact that he likes human pleasures so much—he's <laughs> eating grapes the whole time. What the fuck does he need to eat grapes? It's for? a robot, man. <laughs> no grape. Oh Christ. Uh, I'll be honest, this is why I voted Godfellas, is because I wanted to see this matchup in the final. Fair enough. Um, Jesus. My other thing to put into perspective, too, the the Devil's Hands or Out of Play Things was, like, it was the ending. That was it. Yeah. And it was monumental in that aspect. It ended the show, it wrapped it up, it did it. It, it was one exactly. of their four series finales. Right. Yeah. And man, was it not just perfect for that. But also, if you vote Godfellas, Jesse has to decide the entire bracket. That's yeah. true. <laughs> it's given Jesse a lot of power. It's not something I'm not already used to. Oh, uh, <laughs> My boy Jesse got such a long dick, he's constantly like, hey, everybody, watch out for me. Big dick's a swinging. Dick like a pool noodle, Jesse. Nice. All right. All right. Let's not get back into a centaur-centric talk. Right? <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm leaning toward Devil's Hands. Godfellas is a much... They're both inc- impeccably written episodes. What, what other show could do something like Godfellas? You're right. You're totally right. <sighs> I think... All right, Greg, Greg if you had to rewatch one episode right now, Devil's Hands, Godfellas. Probably Devil's Hands. 
Robot Devil's so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm going to watch that as soon as this is done. I want to watch both of these, though, is the thing. Yeah. Like, I, uh, you can. The way I feel can. about is I could only, I think I could only get the effect of uh, Godfellas once. Whereas Robot Hands, I could watch over and over and over and still feel the same way about but it. But is that a reason to discount Godfellas? No, 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 it's not. I mean, the effect of Godfellas overall is more powerful. I, uh, the emotion of Robot Hands isn't, uh, I don't think it's the strongest point of that episode. I think actually the humor is the best point of that episode. I agree with that, Jesse. I, Devil's Hands in my mind, its value is mostly in its humor. Right. Uh, uh, because, like, the emotion is there, and it's nice, I don't know. it's heartwarming, but... No, uh, I would agree with that. The Devil's Hands is probably the funniest episode. It, it has be, a really good emotional and, and if it. In a series that were only comedy, Devil's Hands would be, you know, like, come out of nowhere. It would be like, oh my god, this show, what did this show just do? But this show also has... has Jurassic Park. It has. Uh, uh, it has. Here's uh, the thing. Fr- if someone fr- if someone walked has- up to me point blank and said, "Devil's Hands or the Idol Play thing is the funniest epi- is 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 the best episode of Futurama," I'd say, "Yeah, I can totally see that." But if someone walked up to me and said, "Godfellas is the best episode of Futurama," I'd be like, "Oh, that's an interesting way to think about it." So that being said, I think I have to go with Devil's Hands. So <sighs> is that three to go. one? It is. All right. Well, just to just to cast my vote, just to have it. I remember seeing Godfellas as one of the first episodes of uh, Futurama I ever saw, uh, because I don't know how how religiously you guys watched the show when it was on. But ah, I get it. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> um. Oh, but I I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did not watch it very often, and so every now and then I would see it, and it was, I mean, it was just one of those things where I was like, yeah, this this thing was pretty good, but I never actually got into it. And Godfellas was the first episode I ever watched where I was like, this is a show I feel like I should be watching. Uh, pay more attention to it. I should pay more attention. Yeah. Um, so you're That's voting it. for Godfellas? No, I'm not. What? <laughs> I'm voting... <sighs> I said all that because I'm voting Robot Hands. Devil's Hands. Devil's Hands. Devil's Hands. Hands. Devil's Hands. Robot Devil's Hands. Who cares? I Whatever. I'm voting Devil's Hands. Uh, yeah. No, I'm voting Devil's Hands because as much as Godfellas has a personal meaning to me... Uh, Devil's Hands is pretty much for all the reasons that Greg mentioned. It is it's the one episode that I can say, like, if someone said, I don't like Futurama, I could pull, I could point to rope, uh, oh, my hands. what am I doing? Devil's, Devil's Hands. hands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Devil's Hands. I could point to Devil's Hands and say, this is why you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, this is why you should be watching this show. Yeah. Uh, whereas Godfellas, I can see why someone would not like it. If they'd be wrong, but... I could see it, but robe. God damn it! Devil's hands. All right, all right, good going, man. We got you. We got you. You're way too worked up because Greg already decided the vote anyway. No, it's making my point. I got to get my feelings out. We appreciate it. We <laughs> get it. They're both great episodes. Yes, it's a good show. Is the point? That's the point. Right. So, Devil's hands or idle play things wins first place in the 
and the a year three thousand wham bam tram cram ham and yam slam jam of Futurama episodes. I love it. Goodfellas is in second. Godfellas is in second place. Uh, Roswell that ends well is in third, and Spanish Fry is dirty, dirty toilet water. Um, yeah. So and under our giant colossal boot is Jurassic Bark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, sorry, Jurassic Park fans. It's a great episode, but it didn't make the cut. Nope, nothing redeeming about it, and if you like it, you should quit listening. Yeah. <laughs> also, we hate dogs. Yep, dogs yeah. are awful, and if you like them, then we don't like you. All right. Well, uh, first off, I'd like to thank our guest, Roger Burton, to come on tonight, and uh, if there's anything you want to plug tonight. Uh, well, my Twitter account is my name, Roger underscore Burton. Or Roger is spelled R-O-G-E-R, and I get so pissed when people put a D in there. <laughs> you know, I just learned that pigeon doesn't have a D in it, and I think that's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard in my life. Huh. It, that's guess. racist. Wait, what? You it don't doesn't? spell pigeon with a D. It's just a G. That's not right. How fucking messed up is that? It's <laughs> not right. I'm... It's not right. I'm looking at guys. Table. Guys, this is Roger's moment. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, I'm launching. I'm relaunching my website, GameLosers.net, tomorrow with nice. a, on Donkey Kong 64. Ooh. Nice. So this, the, when this goes up, that should be up. Exactly. Yes, it will awesome. be up. The. First ever story, so if you want to read about 4,000 words on how weird Donkey Kong 64 is, be ready tomorrow. God, That's the all I want. The game yeah, is we've so got to get the rights to the DK rap. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, John, you got anything for us tonight? Is Roger done? I don't want to cut. Is that? Yeah, I died. <laughs> all right. Well, in Roger's honor, uh, we'll move forward. Uh <laughs> You can still find my animation and whatever else portfolio site at johnryanabbott.com. You can follow my public Twitter account at uh, also John Ryan Abbott, um, you know, slash Twitter in the World Wide Web. Uh, that's it. And Greg, what up? Uh, I just want to say that I had a good old time at PAX East and... I love all you cool dorks and bracka 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 bracka. Um, living, living. Shout out to Miguel if he's listening. Miguel. Shout out to Chris, Miguel had- uh, Charles, Eric. If you guys held on to those cards, um, shout out to the press A to listen guys and the. Uh, oh fuck! I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names. At the, uh, yeah, the other press people who are at the podcast panel. Um, it was, it was excellent seeing everybody. Um, and you can find me at twitter.com slash Greg Mercer. And that's all I got. What about you, Jesse? Uh, so as always, you can find me at twitter.com slash boot Uh, I don't really have anything else to say except PAX East was fun. Um, I didn't really get to meet many people, uh, unfortunately, but, I mean, it was fun. It was fun getting to see you guys. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, that, that's about it. I'm tired. It was fun to meet in person and realize that we all looked completely identical. Yep. We all share the same birthmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were all touched by the same angel. <laughs> yes. 
Yep. Um, and I just want to shout out to my boy Colin here. We got the first look at the bracket merchandise during PAX East. Holy shit, it's wild. <laughs> I'm wearing my bracket shirt right now. I'm wearing mine right now. We're a bunch of gross nerds because we wore these at PAX and didn't shower with them. So. Oh, no, no, no. Colin gave me a second one, so uh, I'm wearing a new one. I think I'm wearing a stinky one. <laughs> mine were, I wore mine for three days straight. Mine was stinky as hell. Colin, where can we uh, find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CullenMon. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's you know, if you, if you want to yell at me, want to do whatever. I also want to give a shout-out to William Briarly from uh, uh, Soda Drinker Pro for coming on the show last week. Um, he, we met him. He was great, uh, great dude on the show. This at, at PAX. Soda Drinker you know. Pro is coming to Xbox One with full Connect support. Woo! That is yeah, and, wild. and the new Vivian Clark guys is amazing. <laughs> Holy shit! That game is. So and fun you're gonna absolutely lose shit when you get to see it. Um, he also gave us some uh, Dr Pepper uh, licorice that was really good. Literally really. saved my life. Uh, and. Uh, so yeah, to press A to listen podcast guys, and to Dan and Cat on their podcast uh, coming up. Uh, really appreciate doing the podcast panel at PAX East. Had a blast at PAX East. Uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, before we go into the closer here, I want to talk about the bracket res- poll results from last week. Uh, that Coca Cola won seventeen percent of the votes at, out of twenty nine votes. They got five total. Um, in second place, we had Cherry Coke. Tied with Dr. Pepper for for second uh, with another four. And then we went into Ginger Ale tied with Mountain Dew Code Red. What is You guys are disgusting. I, yeah, who are these Ginger Ale fanatics crawling out of the ground? The ginger like, Ale people were like the most passionate. People that love Ginger Ale, uh, I've, I've probably gotten the most heat about that than, <laughs> than probably, any of this. To be fair, they probably don't have a lot of other stuff going on in their lives. So. <laughs> oh, burn! <laughs> Roger, where do you where do you come down on sods, brother? Dude, um, I'm a Surge and Cheerwine fanatic. Oh! So we really pissed you off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed a nice... Ref- Refreshing Dr. Pepper with 23 whole fucking flavors. Yeah. How many flavors? 23. You can count them. There's cherry, fake cherry, real cherry, all cherry. <laughs> Punk rock cherry. <laughs> and prune juice. And post- yeah, that's what I was going to say, and prune. Post, uh, and Dr. Pepper is actually a, the first ever post-soda. <laughs> All right, guys. And as always, you can find us at twitter.com slash bracketcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash bracketcast. If you'd like to subscribe on us on our iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast client is, just search for Bracket. Uh, We're on Stitcher. We're on various other ones. So, uh, yeah, uh, more T-shirt info coming pretty soon, and we'll see you guys next week. Who's going to B-dubs? No, I'm going to P.F. Chang's. P.F. Changs. Oh, yeah. we, we did have P.F. Changs this weekend. I would rather go to B-dubs. Yeah, B-dubs! Thanks for the first time. And, and it's not as good as B-dubs. We got you. Yeah, awesome. Oh, God, no, you guys are wrong. I was gonna I was gonna be nice and say, look, this this bracket worked in my favor. I would have said, you know, yeah, let's do B-dubs, but no, you know, I'm gonna go back to P.F. Changs. Go back to P.F. Changs, Jesse. Yeah. Like they, that terracotta statue's got my back. You guys, <laughs> more like penis fucker chains. <laughs> well, there goes that sponsorship. Here, here, here we go.
doing a professional radio show on the internet. 